What's going on, everybody? We are here with your week four recap for the super fun, exciting fantasy football league. I've got Daisy with me and my buddy Eugene. What's up, Eugene? What's up, Dave? Um, I already said hello to Daisy. Yeah. I think she yeah. was talking before you were. Yeah, we'll see if she uh, makes herself known, um, if she has anything she'd like to say or to add to the conversation. But um, uh, let's see. We didn't have any user questions today. I think you had one you might want to discuss later, but I figured we could start by getting right into the matchups. What do you say? Let's do it. All right. I'm going to start at the bottom of my screen with – um, the highest scoring team of the week, this would be Rebecca, who scored 154 points and took down Ryan, the Pew Pews, who had a pretty good week, put up 123 points. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, for Rebecca, it was, uh, it was an impressive week. Tom Brady came to play. Um, Tyreek Hill had another great week. Derek Henry showed up 100 plus and a touchdown. Hawkinson, 179 Hawkinson. yards. And yeah, at two touchdowns, there was no Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, there was no DeAndre Swift so and no DJ Chart. So uh, Hawkinson was definitely the beneficiary there. And, oh, let's not forget uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who also had two touchdowns. So those five players all scored at least 20 points. Um, Hawkinson put up 35. So that's that's how you get to 150 points real quick. Yeah, it's pretty easy when you're tight end putting up 35 points. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know what the next highest scoring tight end was, but if you're getting 35 points from the tight end position, you are uh, you're having a good a good week. Yeah, that <clears throat> that's sort of an understatement. She has a lot of players that had sort of been underperforming that really showed up. Uh, yeah, it was just, whew. and and, yeah. and that's with. Uh, Robinson doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, something he's done all year almost, um, except for the one blip uh, in week two. Um, He's had under three fantasy points the other three weeks. So, um, yeah, I think it's time for him to find the bench uh, for a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, even if you look at the the discrepancies between her defense and kicker and all that, um, did not matter because her skill position players, they just went crazy. Yep. Um, I don't think we've seen uh, this type of performance from Brady. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. This is his best of the year so far. And they fell down. They went down pretty early to KC, so he was just throwing all over the place. They went down in 43 seconds to KC. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fumbling the opening kickoff and then two plays later. They were in the end zone. Yeah, so. that's right. So yeah, I mean, it was a, it was an impressive week. I don't know how much to make of this moving forward. Derrick Henry, I mean, good to see him show up. Uh, I think he's had a good couple of weeks now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, two weeks in a row, almost the same score, 23 and a half. Right. So yeah, good to see him come on. James Conner, um, not really doing a whole lot this year. Um, he's he's struggling and. Rebecca doesn't have much in the way of uh, a running back fill-in on her bench necessarily. So um, we'd like to see a little bit more production from, from James Conner. And essentially her her depth is a little bit lacking. Wide receiver two, running back two are um, issues, but uh, it's hard to complain when you put up 150 points. Yeah. Well, James Conner, I mean, I, I would struggle a little bit, yeah, but I think he's that 10-point player that you and I talked about. <clears throat> Where it just seems like every week he gets about 10 points. He's not going to light the world on fire, but he's consistent. Yeah, yeah, he gets you something. Um, um, and I don't know what the news is about Tom Brady. Um, <laughs> His impending divorce. Um, I guess. Is that what, what, what came out? Because That's what's in the uh, room, Bill. Okay, because all I know is I was listening to Howard Stern, and they were they were taking bets on who Tom Brady would be dating next and who Giselle was going to be dating next. Yeah. Because um, apparently the, the bookmakers in Vegas have already put out odds. Of course they have. So, not to get away too much from this game, but, you know, uh, going through a divorce, your your guy's either going to step up so he can get on that uh, 
the, the wagon, so to speak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, or he's going to be all sad and be like, I miss my wife. I, I don't think he's going to be sad. Yeah. I think, I think this, uh, is probably a mutual, a mutual decision, but, um, yeah, that's what's going on in Tom Brady's personal life, but Hey, good to see him show up for a fantasy. Hey, uh, good on him. Uh, yeah. Um, as I mentioned, Ryan, 123 points, definitely not a shabby week. Just ran up against the high score of the week. Um, Tyler Murray always seems to put something together, even if uh, it's a little bit ugly. 24 points, not bad. Ran one in. Um, T. Higgins uh, has really been the Cincinnati wide receiver you want to own this year. He's outperforming Jamar Chase, which is a heck of a value for uh, for Ryan there. He didn't well, have to spend that, the draft capital on him. Doesn't that always seem to happen, though? You've got a, you've got a clear number one receiver uh, who has emerged, and then you've got a really good number two receiver who kind of, now that number one's getting all the attention, number two's open, right? Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Higgins, pretty good pick. Yeah, speaking of that, Mike Williams is in a similar but not so similar boat because Keenan Allen has been out with injury, but um, that has paved the way for Mike Williams to uh, continue to, to put up big weeks. Last week he didn't really do much, but he did find the end zone, which helped. Um, this week it was 7 for 120. So pretty pretty solid week from him. I would take it. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. this is not a bad score. Just when you run into a buzzsaw like Hawkinson, it's uh, it's hard to win. Yeah, yeah. And this is uh, uh, Melvin Gordon, negative, essentially negative one point. Um, now Melvin, Melvin Gordon all of a sudden has a lot more value than he did uh, this past week because. Javante Williams is done for the year. So uh, Melvin Gordon all of a sudden bust into the starters role for Denver. So, um, man, those three running backs that, that Ryan has, Dalvin Cook, Aaron, Aaron Jones, and Melvin Gordon now, is pretty pretty intimidating. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Isn't Melvin Gordon, like, really, really old? He's, like, 30. And in running back years, that's old. <laughs> he is He is getting a little bit long in the tooth. I don't know, I don't know exactly how old he is, but... Um, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Ryan got him in the ninth round, so that's that's pretty good. Now it did take an injury for him to. He, he also mean, has a bit of a fumbling problem. Yeah, and this is this is his eighth year in the league, and for running backs, that's a lot. It's true. Um, you start putting was, miles on it. Yeah, that's why he wasn't uh, the number one guy anymore. But still, it, you know, volume in fantasy football is, is what you chase, and if you can get. Uh, a guy in the ninth round that's going to get you starters volume. Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be. I mean, he, as a running back three, that's perfect. Sounds good to me. Can't argue that logic. <laughs> yeah. All right. So congrats to uh, to Rebecca for the big win. Um, definitely a competitive match, but yeah, she she crushed it this week. So we'll move into the next matchup. We're going up the up the list. Uh, Monica with another good score, 144. Took down the struggling Kenny's. Uh, Kenny is, is, is trying to piece together a team, but it's been a bit of a, bit of an uphill battle for him. He had, uh, one of the lower scores this week, uh, 85. That is actually the lowest. So he's had a couple of weeks, um, of, of underperforming and one of the bigger issues, of course, Monica didn't fare much better was, uh, quarterback. Both of them under 15 points this week. Yeah, um, Kenny's, I, I don't know, 0-4 is a tough hole to climb out of, and he actually had the advantage going into the week. Uh, yeah. Monica kind of, all of her players really, really performed. Kenny, I, Amari Cooper, how do you get one catch for nine yards? Um, <laughs> I know, against Atlanta. Against, against Atlanta, that's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like Buffalo. going to a bathhouse and not getting a happy ending for $85. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mike Evans showed up. Um, he, uh, he looked really good. I mean, Tom Brady tried to spread the ball around, but it wasn't working. So he just hyper-targeted Mike Evans and ended up with 100 yards and two touchdowns. That was the bright spot. Um, <clears throat> as previously mentioned, uh, Javante Williams, Kenny had, he is now on. Injured reserve, out for the year. So just another 
issue in the running back core for Kenny. Um, uh, also, Cam Akers, eight attempts um, for 13 yards. Not not great. Well, I want to I want to highlight the bright spot is uh, Jared Goff with 34 points. So on the bench, unfortunately, but yeah, yeah, Jared Goff <laughs> I mean, had a hell of a year. You might want to think about a swap. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know where he. Um, where he lands this year in terms of quarterbacks, but he's top five for sure. Yeah, I mean, the, the problem Detroit has is they've been in a lot of high-scoring matchups, so throw the ball a lot, a lot of points. Uh, yeah. That means even if you're a mediocre quarterback, you're going to get a lot of points. So Yeah, I mean, uh, that's one of the wonderful uh, one of the wonderful things in fantasy football is when your player is on a good offense that has a terrible defense. It means a lot of points to be scored in almost every game they play. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> oh, Dan Campbell. Uh, big on offense, not so much on defense. Yeah. So, That's, true. Um, That's true. Monica's team, I, I don't – one player, like, <clears throat> superheroed it, but – Everyone else just kind of put up numbers. Yeah, I agree. Um, it, it's kind of the sneaky, uh, a sneaky way to get a high score, right? If you look at the, we talk about this every week, kicker, defense, linebacker. I mean, she got 40 points almost from, you know, from those three positions. So uh, that's a sneaky way to get, I mean, that's halfway to 100 almost. Um, yeah. Outside of that, Kyle Pitts, man, I've got him in a league and he's been killing me. And we talked about, um, Allen Robinson having three weeks under three points. Kyle Pitts, I don't know where she took him. She took him probably in one of the first first four rounds or so. Um, let's see. Yeah, he went in the fourth round. Um, and he has just sucked, man. It's been brutal. Well, it's not that he has totally sucked. He had one good game against Seattle. Yeah, but that's not what you drafted. A good game is ten points. Well, <laughs> fair enough, but I'm just saying – one decent game. Um, the biggest problem is quarterback play. Mariota. I sucks. agree. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I'm ready for him to roll Ritter out there. It can't get any worse. Well, I mean, if uh, the, the first one got rolled out this week, um, Pittsburgh. So, yep, yep, that's right. Um, we may start seeing some of these transitions. Yep. Yeah, and uh, you know the one thing that we knocked uh, Monica about was her running back depth and I it always seems to happen um Jamal Williams had he had value uh, before but now with DeAndre Swift out for some period of time I mean he's he's a stud 28 points this week and then Damian Pierce uh kind of a you know a rookie uh gamble is starting to pay off it started slowly for him but um he broke a 70 something yard touchdown this week so those two guys right there were the, they were the meat and potatoes in this in this week's uh, high score. So, um, <clears throat> it's looking pretty good. Yeah. And I can't believe I was wrong in thinking that uh, Burkhead would get more carries than Pierce. He started to. I mean, it it, it started that way, um, but it and Burkhead like, just didn't do anything with it. So yeah, exactly. I think you know he'll still get some carries, but they're starting to trust in the rookie and letting him do his thing. And so far, it's paying off. Amen. And how about your boy C.D. Lamb? Almost 100 yards and a touchdown. Cooper Rush is uh, taking care of them Cowboys. Ah. Uh, so <laughs> here's what I'll say about Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush is doing a fine job as a backup. It's his job to make sure that the season doesn't, doesn't go to lose shit. The game. Right. right. Yeah. Um, the next stretch coming up for the Cowboys is going to be a little rough. I think they have the Rams this week. So. I think you're right, yeah. Uh, and then after that, they've got yeah, yeah, they've got the Rams, and they've got Philadelphia. That's tough. Uh, they've got a nice little stretch of good teams coming up, so we'll see how they fare. Yeah, um, NFC East is not a joke this year. Um, at the top, anyway, four and Philly, three and one Giants and Cowboys. So. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they finally and, are getting off the laughing stock. And the Giants only lost us to the Cowboys, so I mean, it's not like. Yeah, uh, the bottom feeder. Hey. Yeah. Good. 
good. Should be entertaining then. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think, let's see, Monica was the uh, second highest score this week. So, um, yeah, even if Kenny would have uh, played his best, played golf and uh, whatever else he possibly could, it wasn't going to wasn't gonna make a difference, unfortunately. Nope, so, not this week. No, not this week. So, uh, next up, my friend, we'll roll into uh, your, your loss that my wife handed you. Ah! Um, <laughs> Re uh retook Eugene down one twenty seven to one oh six. Uh I think probably one of the bigger stories for you is uh kind of a ho hum Lamar Jackson week. Not like he was god awful. I mean it wasn't like it was zero points, but uh he was really uh he was really crushing it for you and he kinda just, you know, fifteen points is yeah, it was a tough matchup. Yeah, I mean I nobody really did horrible. Tony Pollard no. is the number two running back, so it's always a gamble with Dallas. Yeah. You know, I figured with Washington they would use him a little bit more, but it seemed like every time they used him, it was a gadget play, um, and he just couldn't break loose. So that cost me some points. Smith Schuster, I can't figure that out. I, yeah, I don't it's know. Tough, In man. Pittsburgh, you know, he was Roethlisberger's, you know, go-to, and then here in Kansas City. Uh, <clears throat> I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, you, you had a similar week to me to where, I mean, I didn't have anybody go over 20 points either. Um, so it was a lot of okay scoring, a couple of disappointments, but, um, just, yeah. And, and of course, you know, Miles Sanders wants to <laughs> dupe me in the ass every chance to get. Yeah. That had to hurt a little bit. Miles Sanders, 130 yards, two touchdowns, gave Rhiannon almost 31 points. Uh, yeah, instead of his normal <laughs> crap, uh, yeah. which would have allowed me to win. Um, and then and then Debo actually showed up this week. Actually, he had one uh, about a 55-yard play, and it just seemed like uh, in that moment the Rams forgot how to tackle because – uh, he was tackled initially, like he was hit yeah, right there when that. he crossed the ball, and it was only like a two-yard play. And then all of a sudden, fifty-five yards later, he's in the end zone. I was like, "Well, that sucks." <laughs> yeah, that takes care of that. Yeah. So let's see. Monday night, it was uh, you were down a few points, but you had Cup, and she had Samuel and Kittle. Kittle didn't do jack. Well, this was Kittle's uh, first game back, or something, or I no? Think, I think last week might have been his first game back, but. I think when you're playing somebody like the Rams, who have one of the best defensive lines in football, you end up using your tight ends more as blockers than route runners. Yeah, um, I can see so that. I'm going to chalk it up as as that. Um, Joe Mixon had a solid week for Rhiannon, but yeah, the story was really, you know, Justin Herbert had a nice bounce back week, um, still dealing with that rib cartilage issue, but he is obviously able to uh, still perform. Debo, as you mentioned, had that big 57-yard uh, run and catch. And then, yeah, Miles Sanders was excellent. 27 attempts. Um, yeah, that was the big story for Rian. And those big, those big three, you know, gave her 40, 75 points pretty much. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. I, you know, <laughs> Miles Sanders, that's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's tough. I mean, you, like Tony Pollard, like you said, um, for whatever reason, he didn't get going this week, but he can easily break one for, you know, 50 yards. So it just wasn't, it wasn't in the cards for him this week. I'm kind of surprised he only got two points. Kind of thought his, his floor would be more like, you know, he'd be like the James Conner guy where he'd get you at least 10 points or so. Yeah, I mean, if you just, I don't know what the deal is. One week they'll they'll get him the ball up the field, you know, yeah. downfield running, and then the next week they'll do all these dumb gadget plays. Um, I mean, there was one play they got him the ball ten yards behind the line of scrimmage, and then all of a sudden there were just um, all these Washington players in front of him, and he he managed to get back to the line of scrimmage, but all that effort for zero yards, right? And essentially zero, almost zero fantasy points. Yeah, and I have no idea what to call Washington. I think Commanders is a dumb name. It is a dumb and name. I'd prefer football team. Yeah, it's better than Commanders. Actually, there was rumors uh, before they came out with Commanders that they were going to be the uh, 
uh, what are they, groundhogs, because then they could still use the hogs and everything. And uh, like, I prefer that. Yeah, that's fine. That's, I mean, yeah, manners is kind of lame. Well, I mean, I like it. I like anything that makes Washington look dumb. <laughs> yeah. So, their, let's see. With a crappy stadium. <laughs> let's see. With uh, with your loss and Leanne's win, you guys joined the, the gaggle of us at 2-2. Two and two. How many people are, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 of us. Over half the league are at 2-2. Two and two. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, we're pretty, we're usually pretty even. Yeah. Um, which makes this league so frustrating. <laughs> I know. Yep, I know. Uh, all right, let's move to the next matchup. This is one that you and I both uh, had kind of uh, had our eye on this week. This was uh, Tiki and Bridget. So this was, I think Tiki was 3-0. and Bridget got the yep. win. Um, and Bridget was 2-1. and So now they're both 3-1. and Bridget 126, Tiki 114.5. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, this is a really good, really good matchup. Yeah, Bridget uh, benched the defense, defense, which uh, Tiki should have done. Yeah, and and her defense got 25 points on the bench. Still, uh, (laughs) if you don't have to take that risk, because she knew going into the game that she didn't have to play the defense. It was smart. Oh, good point. Good point. It was smart. I didn't didn't realize that. You're right. Yeah, because she had the lead. Yeah. And you can look over and see what happened to Tiki, and she's like, no, 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 son. So she could have yep. put up the, the the highest score in the league this week, or the second highest, but made the safe play, benched that defense, took that got w. The win. She yep. kneeled on it. Yep, got the win. Um, she did start Aquanimius St. Brown, who did not play. So even Whoops. with that, even with that goose, essentially two zeros on her team with uh, benching the uh, defense. Um, yeah, she still got the W, and that's, uh, let's see, the bell cow was surprisingly Rashad Penny, who broke a couple of big ones against Detroit, ended up with 150 yards and two touchdowns, which is not too shabby. There, there was no defense in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, both teams just went out and played offensive football. It was like NBA jam, but with NFL. NFL yeah. jam. Yeah. And Penny had not done a whole lot. He didn't do much in the first half. It was like he broke a, I don't remember, one of them was 40 yards, and the other one was, I don't know, in the 30s. So he just broke two long runs, and uh, I think he only caught like one pass. So it was pretty much all in the, in the running game. But, yeah, 33 points on those. That was, he was the big winner this week. Um, and uh, Justin Jefferson, he had had a couple of rough weeks, but 150 yards and a rushing touchdown, believe it or not. In the London game um, on Sunday morning, 25 points. It's pretty, pretty oh. good. I didn't even realize they were in London. That's yeah, there's another one this week. So. I was Everybody, too busy, too busy, too busy picking up hurricane sticks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did y'all survive the hurricane? I didn't ask. We did, believe it or not. I'm speaking to you now, safe and sound. It was, All right. it was pretty pretty uneventful, and I know uh, I know everybody else down here made it through too. So yeah, it was it was actually pretty tame. Yeah, it was it was not too bad up here. It was just a lot of wind. Um, we sustained thirty five mile an hour plus winds for eight straight hours. Um, pretty good, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's fun. And. Uh, a house that I thought about buying but didn't buy had a tree fall on it, so I'm pretty happy that I didn't buy it. <laughs> dodge that bullet or tree. Oh, yeah, I dodged the tree. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, Tiki, uh, I- I'll say this for Tiki's team. Um, it was a pretty good week, honestly. Yeah. When you take away the negative point, you know, most any of us will be happy with a 120 point outing. Um, just. It, it seemed like there were a lot of high scores this week, and you just had to have the right combination, and she didn't. And a tough yeah. one to go from yeah. three and zero to four, three and one. So, yeah, she made the right choice at the quarterback. Um, Russell Wilson had a good week. Um, I, I mean, she's got a good team. I mean, Devin Singletary on the bench. I know we only got ten points, but 
He's solid. Keenan Allen, she's currently got hurt. Um, you know, he helps shore up that uh, that wide receiver core. Stephon Diggs had just kind of a an okay week, seven points. So, I, oh. I mean, I, I, Tiki has a good team, quite a good yeah, team. Yeah, but look at so. look at the numbers. She's got great numbers across the board. You know what she doesn't have? Touchdown. Yep, that's true. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Different tons of yards, no touchdown. Yep, yep. And uh, let's see. Let's see. Bridget had one, three, four. Yeah, four touchdowns. I mean, this is not not counting quarterbacks because they pretty much cancel each other out. But, yeah, four touchdowns to Tiki's no touchdowns is the difference. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, And that's just kind of a – Tiki's players didn't perform. They just didn't score. Yep. It's very true, and that's kind of the that's how it goes. That's that's what happens in fantasy football sometimes. Yeah, and so you take your date to the prom and you don't score. How terrible! <laughs> that's right. It happens, and everybody's sad. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll move up the list to the next matchup. Another pretty good one. This was uh, John and Kevin. Uh, John got the win to move to three and one, and Kevin, I think. After a strong start, has suffered his second straight loss. Uh, 112, not a bad week, but, um, you know, when, so, when Carson Wentz scores seven points for you at quarterback, uh, you're, you're not going to have a good week. Yeah, so I'll say there's a lot of points on that bench. Yeah, I didn't um, look at that. Let's see. ton of points on that bench. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Daniel um, Jones would have been a better start. Uh, the defense, pretty much, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> Kevin couldn't have made many worse decisions, unfortunately. Yeah, and the worst part is, I mean, I think some of the players that I didn't like at the beginning of the season on Kevin's team uh, are sort of they showed their colors this week. Or I don't like Carson Wentz. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't like McLaren. And and that combination against Dallas's defense was risky. Yeah. And it did not pay off. I mean, Carson Wentz was good against some weak defenses. But Dallas is a top five defense, whether you want to admit it or not. Uh, I know I'm a fanboy, but watch him play a game. That that defense is lights out. If you can win three straight with Cooper Rush as your starting quarterback, your defense must be on fire. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just that defense shut it down. Then Waddle didn't do anything against Cincinnati. Um. I, yeah, I mean, it's just some there's there's some players I like and some that I don't like. I mean, McCaffrey if he can stay healthy is going to be good. He had a solid week. Yeah. Um, I like Kelsey, of course. But two players can't carry your team. And. I mean, just looking at that bench, I'm like, ooh, there's a lot of points. A lot of yeah. points. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, it, it was kind of a bad week at the top of Kevin's lineup. And he had good, again, nobody scored 20 points, but his linebacker put up 17, <laughs> kicker 12, Olave um, looked good. Kelsey, of course, is a stud. He rolled uh, Cleo Herbert out there, who's not going to be out there as a starter every week, but um, he was pretty good. McCaffrey, you said. I mean, he, he called a 13-yard touchdown kind of in garbage time, but still, he's he's uh, he's a good contributor, and Kevin still put up 112 points, which would have beaten me this week. So I, I'm not going to knock him too much about making a few poor decisions, but um, I, I think Carson Wentz can be rolled out there, but it's got to be in a favorable matchup, um, which he has shown he can perform in. Uh, but the last two weeks, I mean, he went up against Philly and Dallas, who are two of the, you know, five toughest against quarterbacks, and he struggled big time. Yeah, I'll say this. If Carson Wentz is going up against Detroit, start him. Yeah, right. Or Seattle. Or Seattle. Yeah. yeah. In um, fact, let's see. Next week it's against – next week is against Tennessee, uh, fifth fifth worst against quarterbacks. So, yeah. You I'd start him. Next yeah. Week. Yeah. You can roll him Go out for it. Week. Yeah, that's that's me and Eugene giving you the confidence, Kevin. If you have the stones for it, go ahead and, and do it. 
Yeah, do it. I don't even know who Daniel Jones is playing next week, so. I don't either. I don't Let's either. see. I'm going to tell you, though. It's Green Bay, so yeah, don't do that. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Although Green Bay almost lost to a third-string quarterback from Western Kentucky who would never played before. I know. I think I had Green Bay's defense, or at least I do in some leagues. And I was like, I was salivating when uh, Hoyer got knocked out. And I was like, what the hell is this third string doing lighting up Green Bay's defense? To be fair, he was only like 9 of 14 for 99 yards. It wasn't like I he know. lit the world on fire. He had a good name, uh, too. Zap. Zappy. Zappy. Yeah, that was a good name. You just got that, Zappy. Didn't you used to be able to like buy shoes from that website? <laughs> yeah, Zappos. Oh, there it goes, Zappos. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Close. I don't know, maybe, maybe he's the Zappos heir. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, let's shift our focus to John's team and give him some airtime. Uh, it was nice to see Austin Eckler show up for a game. How about that? Three touchdowns. So, so I'll say this: Eckler was on an episode of uh, this show on G4. I don't even know what it was. It was crazy. But they were basically playing cornhole with random objects, like you threw a chicken and uh, like a cake and all yeah. this stuff. And Eckler and Becky Lynch from WWE combined to beat uh, – I can't remember who they were playing. and, and But they won the game because I watched it okay. for some reason. That was a you tell I was sport. bored one night if I'm watching G4 – and watching Austin Eckler throw a chicken through a hole. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a show on G4, and they play weird cornhole games. There you go, John. Something for you to look into uh, if you ever want to see some oh, some more Austin Eckler content. That was, that, was their, that was their new episode this week. Eckler won, and I was like, oh, he's going to perform this weekend. And he did. <laughs> okay, so now you know. That, that's what happened. He needs to play cornhole with chicken. There you go. There you go. Like a cooked chicken, not a live chicken. Oh, good. Thank God. I was going to say yeah. it's a little dicey. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it was weird. but um, Yeah, I, I mean, Eckler had, <laughs> he, he had a big week. I don't uh, wouldn't count on three touchdowns every week, but uh, he, he kind of made up for the, the first three weeks of the season where he struggled. But, uh, man, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is a very, very, very solid fantasy uh, option uh this year. I think he might be RB1 so far. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's a solid yeah. chub. Yeah, he's a really solid chub, which is what you want. Uh, you do. You want a solid chub. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he, yeah, no drugs involved. Yeah. You want that thing. I mean, you want that player <laughs> solid. Yeah. We're trying to keep it PG, folks. Yeah. Trying to keep, keep it PG. PG. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, John – oh, hey, Daisy, what do you think about that? Daisy had a comment about that. Uh, uh, she said that was borderline PG. I think she's our content <laughs> yeah, yeah. controller. She's our she's our censor. She's like the FCC. She's a little <laughs> late on my, my, my bleeping. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> that's what her job is. So John, John had a pretty solid week. Uh, my only thing, you know, Chris Samuels, again, Washington. I I don't know. Not, is Chris I, Samuel – is he Curtis Samuel's brother? Curtis Sam, you know what? You <laughs> I am I am the worst at name. Yeah, obviously. And Daisy she's not agrees. Happy about that. Yeah, she's not happy about it. I mean, and and sometimes I'm like looking at the name and I'm like, okay, now how do I pronounce this? <laughs> I mean, you got to be honest. The first time you saw my home's name, you were like, my my homes, or I mean, it, it looks like it's spelled, but you you're not sure. I know. It's tough. It's different. We we like Smiths and Johnsons. Yeah, I can't, I, some of the some of these names, I'm just like, uh no, I've <laughs> yeah. never been good with names. I got really mad today because I thought they had booked an appointment with a lady that I did not ever want to talk to again. And they were like, "No, that's a different lady." And I was like, "Well, the name's similar." And they were like, "No, it's not." It's Daisy, like, she's Daisy. Daisy's just. She's censoring me. She's like, stop. Yeah. Uh, yes, Daisy. Right. Yes. <laughs> Let's get into our last matchup of the week. This was uh, the pillow fight of the week. This was uh, myself versus Nick. And this is one of the one of those wins that I think Tiki had last week that we talked about. It was like 
if you don't do well and you don't put up big numbers, you just hope that your opponent does worse. And I squeaked by 100 points. And uh, let's see, I think it was something that was it. Oh, yeah, Jeff Wilson Jr. on uh, Monday night. Uh, I needed him to do something. He broke like a 30 yard touchdown run, thank God. Uh, Nick no, put I up mean, like 93 points. So you did really, really well, actually. I mean, you did fantastic. Oh, wait, that's your bench. Uh, that's on Sorry. my bench. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was. I, I uh, Alvin Kamara was out again, um, so that was a, a bit of a, a bummer. I found out about that Sunday morning. Um, yeah, Josh Jacobs really showed up. Um, maybe I should have chosen him over uh, James Robinson, but um, yeah, I didn't. So uh, yeah, and most most people didn't. If you looked at, I think like fifty nine percent of people started Josh Jacobs, and eighty uh, something percent started James Robinson. So I have a lot of people to commiserate with. Well, I mean. You can reconsider that next week. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I'll probably do the opposite of what I think is, is best, and um, maybe that would be uh, that would be a good idea. So I, I've just got all, you know, without Alvin Kamara, I've just got a gaggle of running backs that are very similar, and um, Cordell, Cordero is now on the IR, so I don't have to worry about him anymore. But James Robinson, Cordero, Jeff, Jeff Wilson, and Josh Jacobs, they're kind of interchangeable in my mind. and you know, their outcomes might be different in hindsight, but going into the week, they just seem like a lot of the same player. So, um, <laughs> you know, I got I got it a little bit wrong this week. I mean, it is a bit of a toss-up. I mean, I think, didn't you drop Tathan Hill? I, I picked him up um, just for this one week because okay. uh, Nick, Nick had uh, Hayden Hurst uh, on Thursday night, he got a touchdown. I don't really have much of a solution at tight end. And uh, I knew that uh, Michael Thomas was out for New Orleans. I knew that Alvin Kamara was out for New Orleans. And so my hope was they would get Taysom Hill involved. Um, so I just took a gamble. And, uh, yeah, it was not looking good, but luckily he found the end game. Okay. But yeah, he is not he is not a person that I'm hanging on to. In fact, I've already dropped him. Well, okay. So, yeah, tight end's always a bit of a problem. Uh, rest in peace, Gavin Escobar, former Cowboy. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. He fell off a mountain. That's a shame. Yeah, uh, he was only like 30. Yeah. Young people. That's sad. I'm old. That is, that is sad. Um, yeah, tight end is... is I don't know. The league is sort of – I think they're still in the middle of a shift, like, to this hybrid wide receiver tight end where you've got this big guy who's just, like, a heavy wide receiver, maybe. Like, I think Gronk started that, and you're starting to see more and more of those. Uh, Darren Waller, uh, Kelsey, but there's just not a lot of them. But I don't know if you don't start seeing more of these six five receivers, you know, being told, "Hey, put on a little more weight. We'll put you a tight end. You'll catch ninety passes in a season." Yeah, yeah. I mean, athletic tight ends are definitely the way to go. Um, I mean, that is essentially what Dalton Schultz is, and I say that and he did nothing. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have a, he didn't have a good week, but uh, you know, tight end is a, is a difficult spot to be in. I started with Cole Komet, and I'm still trying to figure it out, but. Uh, I did snag Dave Njoku, who has been okay the last couple of weeks, so I'm probably going to roll with him and, and see where that takes me. But, um, yeah, overall, uh, Michael Pittman, bad week. I'm a little concerned there. He's my wide receiver one, and uh, Matt Ryan is not really wowing me in Indianapolis. Courtney Sutton has been playing pretty solid, so I'm, I'm okay there. And then, just like you did with Lamar, I kind of had a – an okay week with Jalen Hurts, so the, the touchdowns just didn't come his way. Obviously, we talked about Miles Sanders getting a couple of touchdowns. So, um, yeah, and your boy Grant Gano. So we started this thing now where, and we need to remember to do this before we sign off this time. Where I'm going to allow you to choose my kicker. Uh, hey, and uh, hey, he did okay. He, you know, he missed uh, he missed a field goal from uh, inside 40 yards, and that's only the second time he's done that in three years. Because he was on your team. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So he wouldn't have done but, it otherwise. Um, he got me nine. He got me nine points. So it was okay. 
So I, I have a question. You know, you brought it up, Pittman. Um, yeah. At what point does Indianapolis explore uh, going with Big Dick Nick? Who's that? Nick Foles. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's back up. Oh, my God. I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. I don't think he's much of an upgrade over uh, over Matt Ryan, but I don't know. Who knows? Matt Ryan looks pretty awful. Yeah, he doesn't look good. And now uh, Jonathan Taylor's out for this uh, uh, tomorrow night's game, who they play at Denver. So, uh, I don't know. It's not pretty. I, I don't – I feel like I have to start Michael Pittman, but I really don't want to. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. But, I mean, Matt Ryan does not look anything like the Matt Ryan of old. Uh, I don't think Atlanta let him go because he was awesome. Uh, I think they sort of saw the writing on the wall and – I don't know. If this isn't his last season, it's gonna be gonna be one of those where we watch him play and he keep playing like Joe Montana and you're like, Can you please retire? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I didn't mean to compare Matt Ryan to Joe Montana. They're not even on the same level. Agreed. Um and I think as a hokey fan, you've been saying please retire to Matt Ryan for twenty years. He's had a good career. So but yeah, I'm ready I'm ready for him to go. Um, yeah, and speaking of uh, the Thursday night game, I, I mentioned uh, uh, Nick's team. You know, Josh Allen played well, but otherwise it was very underwhelming. Um, barely anybody over 10 points other than his stellar Del- Dallas defense. Um, but Jonathan Taylor is out this week, and he only put up five points. So that really that really saved my, my ass uh, and uh, his uh, wide receivers combined for just over five points as well. So um, that those three players really saved my ass this week. Yay! I didn't have anyone save my ass. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe next. Lamar week. Jackson decided not to show up. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we both need our quarterbacks to, to pretty much carry the load. But all right, you you have any uh, you have a kicker for me to pick up this week? Uh, I haven't checked it out. I was looking at the uh, draft results for my end of podcast oh, yeah. question. Let's, let's do that first. Go ahead. So, I, I put it to put it put it to you earlier about we're only four weeks in, but you can kind of get a good feel at this point in the season. And uh, I wanted to know who the biggest bust was so far, <laughs> and who's been the biggest value pick. So. Bust, we're looking at the first couple of rounds and saying, you know, we really expect a lot more for where they were picked versus what they've actually done. Yep. And some of these later round guys or even undrafted guys who have just shown up and just blown it up and been like top players. Yeah. Um, you got your pick? You got your pick for biggest disappointment? Uh, I'm going to kick it off with one who had a good week. Well, I have two. So, two, uh, I'm going with uh, George Kittle. Retook him yeah. third round, and he's done nothing coming off injury. Ah, I think they were expecting more at this point. Maybe he picks it up, but right now that's a that's a bust. Um, and, and the biggest one I see is probably Austin Eckler. Um, he had a good week this week for the three touchdowns, but outside of that, he's been – he definitely hadn't been a top 10 player. Yeah. So, uh, those are my buzz. Um, if you want to talk about yours. Yeah, I, I'm looking – I mean, I'm focusing on the first round, and the one that jumps out to me that's been very disappointing is Najee Harris. Uh, yeah. He's been okay, but at number four, um, I mean, look at the guys around that – you know, Kenny could have gone with. And Kenny's 0-4, right? So this is one of the reasons why is Najee's yeah. just been on a shitty offense. It's not really his fault, but uh, maybe it gets better with uh, Kenny Pittsburgh at quarterback. But um, I think that would be my uh, – Alvin Kamara is a runner-up, to be honest with you. I haven't had him for two weeks, and the two weeks that I have had him, he's been like 10 points or less. So to me, Alvin Kamara is a runner-up for that, that uh, honor. All right, who's been your biggest uh, 
surprised. Uh, or I guess not surprised, but someone that late rounds that's just been value. Yeah, I think I might see. I'm trying to figure that out right now exactly where he ranks, but I might toot my own horn um, because I got James Robinson in the 14th round. Um, yeah. And right now he is up there in the top 10 for running backs. Yeah, he's Not. right there at like number nine. Um, and, I, you know, Travis Etienne is talented, but he doesn't have the frame really to be a workhorse running back. And so, huh? I, you know, I don't think, I don't think James Robinson is going to finish in the top 10 for running backs. I think that's unrealistic, but. Just for the fact that he's there right now, and I got him in the 14th round, um, that's incredible to me. Yeah, I'm going to go with one who's had a good season so far, and it can only go up, is Chris Olave, rookie. Yeah, I looked at him That's 12th round. I mean, that's – and for rookies to come out of the gate, uh, let's see, four games, he's got 21 catches, 335 yards, and a touchdown. That's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Um, and the more they go along, you know, I think he'll get better and better. But even at even at those numbers, uh, he's on pace for what uh, close to fourteen hundred yards, fifteen hundred yards receiving. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, and I, I'm looking at you know I'm kind of looking around. I mean, so Michael Thomas was taken in the seventh round um, with Adam Thielen. Um, Man, Miles Sanders taking the seventh is good. But Christian Kirk in the eighth. I mean, that's kind of where, you know, even earlier a lot possibly. Of, actually, let's uh, look at the seventh round. I think there's a lot of value there. Um, yeah, Clyde Edwards, uh, Dallas Goddard, um, Thielen, Penny, Michael Thomas, Marquise Brown. Yeah. Miles Sanders. Uh, that was a big round for a lot of us. Maybe that's a, a trend we should start looking for is uh, the best round the best round like maybe the seventh round is when you have to step your game up because that's where the the pendulum swings yeah i mean i think the middle rounds are are hugely important i mean if you get somebody in the first round that just totally tanks then um you're in trouble or if they get injured um you know you're you're kind of on the back foot but uh getting into that fifth through ninth round um you know there's a lot of value to, to be had there um and so that's usually where where the money rounds are. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think you're right. That's where you can make or break your team because that's kind of wrapping up your – it's rounding out your team. Um, and you're sort of filling in some of those, those holes. And there are only so many superstars. And, and of course, first round, everybody wants that running back. Yeah. Yeah, and running back. Except me. Yeah, running backs um, – it, it hasn't. It, it kind of came on this week with uh, Penny and Eckler and Christian and Henry starting to come up, but it's really been the year of the wide receiver this year. Yeah, um, and and I think the reason being is a lot of these teams are going to a two back system. Yeah, you know, uh, well. just because if you go with the one back that you know that strong back, I mean you're going to kill them within five years. <laughs> yeah. It's just the way this league is. I mean, they're hitting so hard. Uh, you don't see. I mean, who's 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 the last running back that went like ten solid years? Peterson. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, ten years for a running back is a, a very long life. Uh, right. So, I mean, uh, looking at the top ten, do you see any of them going ten years? And I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe a Kamara, maybe some of these shiftier backs that seem to uh, um, to be able to kind of like take glancing blows instead of being a, a bruiser like a Derrick Henry or Jonathan Taylor. Um, maybe your boy Shaquan. Shaquan. I don't know. That knee. I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's very slim odds for any running back to make it that long. I mean, you know, one in a hundred probably. Fair enough. Probably Miles Sanders. He'll probably be a Hall of Famer before the end of the end of his tenure, just to piss you off. 
Eh. Uh, no, 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 no. Because what I'll do he'll is be, next year I'll draft him and go ahead and tank his career. Yeah, he'll be your Eddie Lacy. My, you know, my Eddie Lacy was the one that I hated more than anything because he just never, never did anything for me. Okay. okay. You ready? You ready for your kicker choice this week, and then we can sign off. I am. Um, okay. Lay it on me. I am going to go with. Uh, someone that I've seen way too much of this season. I know who it is. I'm sure you do. Yes. Here's and against the Rams, he's gonna, he's not gonna. I mean, Cooper's not gonna score, so they're gonna kick field goals. <laughs> All right. Brett Maher, the Dallas. Indeed. Player. Okay. All right. There I you mean, go. I think that's solid. They've been doing a lot of kicking because, oh God, they can't finish a drive to save their life. <laughs> All right, that's my guy. I'm going for it. Now, last week he did have one blocked, but that doesn't mm-hmm. count, does it? How does that count? Uh, that's a good question. I think it does count as a missed field goal. That's a he good didn't question. miss it. It was blocked. That's true. That's true. I, I He missed it and it was blocked. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I have to go back and check on that. Uh, but anyway, he kicks like 12 times a game now, so. <laughs> yeah. The defense definitely gets credit for a block kick, but I don't know what that does to the kicker. So. All right. That's the guy. That's the guy. All right. I'll add him. And and I'm going to go ahead and say that I think Cooper's 4-0 start to his career, three this year, one last year, mm-hmm. uh, might be coming to an end this week against St. Louis. Or St. Louis, Los Angeles. <laughs> Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, you oh might my be God. right. I'm so old. But they haven't they haven't been the Super Bowl winning team that we saw last year. So I don't know. Dallas has a good enough defense to keep them in it. We'll find out. Probably a low uh, scoring game. I don't know. I think a lot uh, of field goals. I think Cooper's going to burn Diggs and make him look silly. Yeah. Kind of hoping for it a little bit, and then I'm not yeah. hoping for it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm torn because he's, he's on your team. I feel like Natalie and Brulee. I'm torn. <laughs> Yeah, nice. I went 1997 on you. Yeah, that's a solid 90s reference. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Uh, All right. Daisy's getting restless, so I think it's time to sign off. Let's do it. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. We'll talk to everybody next week. Peace out.